Hi guys, and welcome to Weird Parents, a parenting podcast where we talk about how weird it is being parents. I'm Sammy, you might know me from my old Instagram, Pop Punk Pets and Parenthood, and I'm joined today by my husband, Goop. What's up? How's it going? I'm, hey. I'm okay. How you feeling? I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> I'm sounding pretty sexy today, aren't I? <laughs> Bit raspy yeah, on the older. I've, I've got some lurg. Yeah. So much so that you're kind of coughing, yeah. spluttering, dying. A little bit. Every five minutes. Yeah. Just then I'm you're do- trying to hold I'm doing in. my best to hold in the coughs. Yeah. I don't have the vid before anyone asks. No. it's There's like a super cold, cold going around in the UK at the moment. Somehow I've completely swerved it. I don't know how you've swerved it. Well, actually I do because you seem to be swerving everything this year. I just get <laughs> everything. B had it. Sammy's yeah. got it. Mother-in-law yeah. potentially has, has it. Has it now, yeah. But yeah, it's just the cold that seems to be lasting for a long time for people where you get a bit of a tiggly cough. Yeah, that's Lots of it. phlegm. Yeah. So to begin with, I did. we were worried, weren't we, that it was COVID because I did actually feel a bit fluey and gross. Yeah. Um, but I've done a PCR and I've done about three lateral flows and they're all negative. B did a PCR. B did a PCR, all negative. So yeah, just just got a chesty thing going on. We went away at the weekend, didn't we? We, we did. We had a... It wasn't meant to be four hours long, but we got stuck into some traffic. Oh, it was horrific. On our way to kind of like Birmingham, Solly Hole kind of way. Yeah. You tried to piss in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> We've been on the road for three and a half hours, hadn't we? And you had an old Ribena bottle that you cracked open. <laughs> I was desperate for a whittle and I was very, very conscious of the fact that we were running late and the event started at seven and we were still in the car at quarter to six. No. Yeah. Well, yeah, like we didn't get there till half six. six, did we? Yeah. So I was very conscious and I was like, we don't have time to pull over. I just need a wee. But I got shy. Yeah. So we were on the M42. Sammy had a Ribena bottle that she found. Yeah. And you cracked it open tried to you know sat on your raincoat didn't you I sat on my raincoat in case <laughs> just in I, case there was spillage in case there was spray yeah and then uh i was yeah. prepared man i was ready you were. to go i know i was pretty impressed to be fair but you, you were too help. shy you did not help i mean i've got a recording of it i know you're an asshole so i didn't realize you actually was recording me basically screaming at him stop looking at me i can't do it Tried. Oh, is it going? I can hear it. Oh, my leg. Shut up. That's not coming. Are you a squirter? Shut up. I just want to pee. Come on. For fuck's sake. You're not committing to the pit. I am committed. I am so committed, in fact, that I've got a fucking Ribena bottle shoved in my... <gasps> <laughs> you didn't know I'd recorded that, did you? <laughs> Sammy's just having like an asthma attack. <laughs> I'm horrified. We're not putting that in. It's got to go. No. In it's been on board. No, please no. I'm deadly serious, Kate. <laughs> no, no. No. Oh, no. Why not? It's too far. Why? It's, there's, that's, that's below the belt. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. It's too much. Coop, I mean it. No, I'm serious. Okay. 
This is my serious face. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> <laughs> you are a great A cunt for recording that. <laughs> you heard me say, Google, start recording. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it would work. <laughs> I'm really sorry, but no, it not. was comical. I can't believe it. Because we're that. flying down the motorway at like 80 miles an hour. I was really wanting a wee. Yeah. yeah I, I'm really impressed that you managed to get that far. Like the setup that you had going on. I was on. ready. Like I was determined. It yeah. just literally would not come out. Yeah. Unfortunately. No. It would have been a fucking nightmare if it did though. Could you imagine? That would have been like... Like right in the like middle lane on the motorway. And like, like a sprinkler. <laughs> like a sprinkler. Like... Yeah, yeah. It was bad. It was horrendous. Don't worry, I had something embarrassing happen today as well. Did you now? What, as embarrassing as that? As embarrassing as trying to pee in a Ribena bottle and have somebody record the whole situation? The funniest bit is I remember you saying... (laughs) You saying... (laughs) (laughs) All that's happened is my vagina's had a bit of Ribena. Nothing's come out. It's only gone in. <laughs> I think I, I think I ended that way. If I don't get cystitis from this, it'll be a miracle. <laughs> no, the embarrassing thing that happened to me, it's not really embarrassing because no one saw it, but I was walking Winnie today and we tend to take a little toy with us just to throw and then she goes and runs after it. Um, but I was also holding one her one of her poo bags, which had been used... And I absolutely yeeted it, thinking it was a toy. That's ridiculous. Launched it. <laughs> the poor dog. And the dog went legging after it. And did she stop and look at it like, it's yeah. poo, Dad? She, well, she ran past it, then went back to it. Oh, my God, Coop, that's so embarrassing. It's almost <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> well, I just, you know... I no. Just, no. No. I'm not I'm happy so with you I'm so sorry. I'm not happy with you. That is a memory for life, though. You that, screaming that at me. That is... You recorded me without my consent, friend. You heard me say, Google, start recording. I thought you were having me on. <laughs> I tend to talk about Twitter in these little housekeeping moments. You do. Um, you love a bit. Of, you love a tweet, don't you? There's some discourse today about... Um, right, what is discourse? Just like conversation. Now, is it discourse or is it discord? Discourse. Well, in the TikTok song, it sounds like they say discord. Discord is a chat app, uh, like WhatsApp. It's like Slack. You're just speaking jib to me right now. I know what WhatsApp is. It's like Slack for Gen Z. Slack? Do you mean slang? No, Slack. You don't know what Slack is. Oh, my word. The messaging app. No. You I never. Don't. I guess. Oh, am I old? Am I officially old now? I mean, Slack is for old people. It's oh, for I'm like that old am I? I'm, I'm not even. I'm not even part of the Slack team. It's like an office thing. Like oh, that's it then, a, isn't it? It's, all it's you... like Teams, but Discord is like for it's hackers. <laughs> I won't say who the the tweeter was because he's a piece of shit. But people kept screenshotting his tweet because he was talking about how he, um, him and his wife have separate bedrooms. I can't remember what the tweet was about, but he let slip that him and his wife have two separate bedrooms. That's the dream. Exact and people all like were ripping into him like, oh my god, it's because you don't love each other because your wife can't stand you. Blah 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 blah. True. Even though <laughs> the guy is a piece of shit, like his initials are BS. You'll probably know who he is, but um, that's the dream. 
Imagine if you had two separate bedrooms. That's the dream. My grandparents always had two separate bedrooms. It is the dream. I'd love to have a separate bedroom. Although I like a cuddle. But like you'd you'd have a cuddle and be like, good night, I'm going to go in my bedroom. I'd quite like to just have the same bedroom but two separate beds. Actually, that'd be pretty sick, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Although, that's probably even sadder, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Potentially. You could put like a bit of sellotape down the middle, like this is my half. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> like in Step Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Decorate one side how you like. Decorate the other side how you like. Yeah. Yeah. Join it up for sexy time. Sorted. But I'm 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 leaping to this well, I'm not leaping to his defence. I can't remember what the tweet was about. Some piece of shit thing. But um I wouldn't mind a separate bedroom if we had the money. I would love a separate bedroom. Yeah. Can I just in, just mention for the record the fact that you made me a honey and lemon being all like, oh, here you are, darling, you're so poorly. You've taken said honey and lemon and used it to hold up the books that help with our sound <laughs> and I'm sick and you're not letting me drink it because every time I lift that cup, you glare at me because it makes the books move. I didn't even notice you were drinking from it. No, I glare at you, you because glare at you slurp. You're like... Why would you use my, why would you use my honey lem? Honey lem lem. My honey lem lem. No, my lemmy for my honey. Oh, cute. You can you can use it, just be careful. Now we're going to get into our spooky mood setter. But first, I wanted to ask you, have you had an update on the man in the woods? So, uh, the only update I know is that when Tash went back, he was not there. Mm-hmm. So he was there twice. Mm. They went back another time. It's gone. Gone. I need to ask her again, actually. Well, it's because we mentioned it. I think so. I think it's a glitch in the matrix. Yeah. He heard murmurings Ooh. about it. Spooky he man. He fled. He's gone to another town. Spooky man. To go stand in another forest now. And just stare out into the deep woods. With his little Ooh. tweed jacket on. Ooh. If you don't know what we're talking about, um, check out the Creepy Kids episode we did yeah. a few weeks ago. Yeah. About Sammy's colleague who... Saw a demon. Kept seeing a guy in the woods, leant against a tree, not facing her. Right, she never saw his face. She was convinced she was going to have nightmares about him just, like, not having a face. <sighs> Horrible. Or just, like, bugs for a face. Mm. Oh. No, the, the mood setter today is something that I saw online, which I think you'll quite like. Mm. Which is... Can you see that photo? It's like a, a little doll sat. A terrifying doll. And the caption is, Instead of Elf on a Shelf in December... We should do a doll in the hall during October. You take a creepy porcelain doll that your kids already believe is haunted and keep secretly moving it around the house throughout the month. For an extra festive touch, put the doll right in bed with one of the kids too. <laughs> That's so evil. I know. That you had a creepy doll in your loft, didn't I you? I did. It's still there in my mum's loft. Is it? What yeah, is it? a rocking horse. It's just a porcelain doll on a rocking horse that you turn her little key on the back and she's, the music just starts... Doing it's a small, small world. Oh my god! Really slowly. <laughs> pretty what, sure it's a small, small world. What age does. were you aware of that? I'm pretty sure it was in my nursery from like newborn. Oh, like as a baby. So what would you have done if that was moving around? Oh, it used to scare me anyway. Would I? Ooh, and, and I think it's that's one of the reasons. It's a small world. Well, it didn't door. sing it. It didn't sing it. Just oh. used to be like ding, 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 ding. With your really creepy voice, that sounds horrible. Your, like, raspy little voice. I'm pretty sure it was. I have to check with my mum, but I'm pretty sure it was a small, small world it used to do. You sound like you've been in the loft for 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) 
<sighs> if I had been in the loft for 20 years, I'd have perfected my pissing in a bottle routine, wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. Boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, you'd be a pro at that by I'd now. I'd be a pro at that. I needed a shiwi. Sorry. Carry on. I mean that that will teach you. Like you just have a little compact one in your in I your handbag. Fold away shiwi, yeah. Yeah, because that's is that the second time since second time you know this last couple of months that you've been caught without a shiwi. It is. You're right. Yeah. 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 Slam dunk. You could have really. I could have really done with a shiwi and slam dunk. Yeah. Yeah. Can we just take a moment to appreciate the cat has zero legs right now. <laughs> She is but blob and face. She is a doorstop. She literally is. She's just sat on her post, but like tucked all of her little limbs underneath her. She is loaf. Oh, she is so cute. Are you loaf cat? She's like, don't even fucking talk to me. Oh no, she's blowing kisses with her eyes. I think she's sulking. Luna's still not got over the fact that there's now a dog in the house. She's really not ecstatic about the situation. She's not stressed about the situation, but she ain't happy about it. No, she's just angry. So, we were probably mid-conversation. I think we were talking about the cat and how cute she looks and how angry she looks at the same time. Yeah. Um, before we had to cut our recording session short, didn't we? We did, yes. Because your cough just hasn't given up. It's still here, up, yeah. It? No, it's still here. It's, it's better in the daytime, but in the evening it gets really bad. And when I'm trying to sleep at night, it's awful, isn't it? And no COVID positive? No. P- <clears throat> PCR is negative. As are God knows how many natural flows now. So just got that killer cold that everyone seems to have got. So we abandoned the session. And then I was being really smug about how I wasn't ill in the first half of this episode. Yeah. And then I, I think I got norovirus. Yeah. Which was not fucking pretty at all. It was really not (laughs) pretty. Literally the day after we abandoned the session, I had a fever then just I was ill and so well, so was B for a bit from the from the back end back end almost the front end yeah it was just not good you were downstairs honking like a goose <laughs> and I was upstairs shitting like a goose <laughs> disgusting <laughs> some friends of the pod had norovirus didn't they recently um and then the nursery got it yeah we've got it well it's I just, haven't well, yeah, you you fucking swerved it. You just had I to... did. I think my little. I think my body was just like just. It was done. <laughs> it was done. It was like we're gonna use the last defense we've got to keep this motherfucker away from us because she's she can't be taken no more. Yeah. So yeah, I did avoid it luckily. Yeah, because could you have imagined coughing and shitting at the same time? That would have been apocalyptic. That would have been horrific. So, <laughs> you know, my pelvic floor is suffering enough. Yeah. Let alone let alone if I had to to poop at the same time wouldn't be it would not be free imagine coughing and vomiting oh you couldn't you literally <laughs> couldn't that'd be awful you'd aspirate yeah yeah anyway we've done 15 minutes of chatter um we actually haven't spoken about what we're going to talk about today it's gonna yet. be a bloody long episode you've obviously read the episode title but we are talking about fears and phobias Ooh. today as part of spooky season which is still ongoing throughout October. Spooky. Spooky. We've done our mood setter. We can just get right into it now, get I think. Get on with it. Which is good. Let's do it. What fears and phobias did you have as a kid, Sammy? Well, as a child, I was very scared of anything high. I didn't like heights. Yeah. But generally, 
Oh, and scorpions. Anything with pincers, and even now. Scorpions and lobsters. Freaking hate anything with pincers. Crabs, lobsters, scorpions, anything with little pincers. How did that originate, though? I don't know. I think because my mum always had a fear of earwigs. Oh, okay. And I think somehow it just got passed down, like your fear of spiders. Yeah, so my, my fear as a kid was like wasps, bees, and spiders. Spiders weren't really a fear. It was just a bit of like... I don't want them in the house yeah. at all. I'm not too bad with them nowadays. You're still I? scared of bees and wasps bees because and wasps. you've never been stung. No, I think if I would, it would be like in Animal Crossing when they get stung. Yeah, because you swell up. And their face would just... <laughs> just be horrific. Yeah. yeah you, you swell up really badly if you get bitten, don't you? So I imagine if you got stung, you probably should really speak to the doctor about that sort of thing. Yeah, might need some adrenaline. Yeah. Nah. Murphy pen. I don't think it'd be that bad. There's another fear that I know you had, mm. which was being chased up the stairs Oh, fuck when you were a kid. Yeah, but that's because my mum, if she ever listens to this, my mum knows. She did, she used to like, we'd get halfway up the stairs and she'd just like sprint up the stairs behind us really quickly <laughs> and chase us. And one time when I was little, I slipped and I bit through my lip. Oh, Yeah, and I remember that. And they, yes, I hate, I hate it. You. I hate it. Like even when you pretend to chase me up the stairs, I can't, I can't cope. It's stuck with you, isn't it? It since? has. I hate it so, so much. So, so much. That's funny because when we were little, my older brother used to chase us up the stairs all the time. And that was like a game. Yeah, but you were you never scared? No, like, because he used to like try and swipe you. Oh, that's, that's so dangerous. <laughs> Go for the leg swipe. It's so but, like, dangerous. But he never, ever got us until, I think, one time. I can't remember if it was me or my little brother. Mm. Got one of us, like, right at the top of the stairs and swiped our legs. God, you shouldn't... You know, we don't play on the stairs, that's a rule. I don't know. play on the that stairs. Was, no, that was, that was the rule going down the stairs, but going up was fair game. No. Or if you had a drink, it's like, I've got a drink. <laughs> that's like, yeah, you can't... Can't touch me. Can't, yeah. Can't touch me. Sanctuary, I'm safe. Yeah. <laughs> going down the stairs, but going up them, it's fair game. No, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Just smash your face open. It was a game. It was like top top of the stairs, the fastest. Without getting but my brother would swiped chase us. at. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah, my fears as a kid were always like, like small ones, like losing your mum in the supermarket mm. or something like that. That was like, if I was in the supermarket and lost mum, it was a bit like, oh shit. Oh, that used to happen I'm to me. I'm going to die here. That used to happen I'm to me frequently. Here. Yeah. Literally, I used to lose my mum all the time because my mum literally had a system with the shopping. <laughs> she had a system. So you'd come in and she'd just go up one aisle, down the next one, up the one aisle, even if she didn't need to go down there. Yeah. That's her system. But routinely, if we weren't keeping up with her, she didn't give a shit. She just fucked off because she was like, you know my system, you can find me. Oh. And a couple of times we ended up at the customer service desk. Oh, okay. And I never went that far because oh. I, I would do a loop. Until if you I ever got lost, I'd just keep you going. You wouldn't around. just go to the customer service desk. Mum used to be like, if you can't no. find me, go to the customer service desk, I'll pick you up on the way out. Uh, Sammy's mum, can you please come to the customer service desk? She is crying. I would never cry. I don't think any of us used to cry. It just used to be like, can you please come get us? So yeah, I didn't didn't really have any like main fears or phobias. Like nothing that like terrorised me mm. as a kid. I know that, you know, kind of your mum and my mum. They used to be terrified of Jaws. Yeah, massively so. Like, your mum was scared of getting in the bath for a bit. Yeah. So was my mum. And my mum's still scared now of getting in the sea. Yeah. She hates it. They used to think, like, sharks would come out of nowhere yeah. and just eat you. My mum is convinced that they're sharks. 
all the time. And like this year when there was like a, did they think it was a basking shark or something had appeared near oh, Bournemouth? In, yeah, in Bournemouth. Something like that. And someone had like, they'd seen it. My mum was like, fucking Jaws, it's great white. <laughs> I was like, yeah, mum, there's a great white near Bournemouth, sure. Yeah. But yeah, sharks are a big thing. Big, big thing for my mum. Hates them. Yeah. Can't even watch them on telly. Like, she really doesn't like them. Yeah. For like, I know for my mum, she used to hate um, bath time because she'd think, like, the, the shark would come out of the plug because it's just, like, affected her that bad. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's worrying, isn't it? Yeah. But you were scared of the screen mask, weren't you? I, I am still we scared of... Uh, the screen mask. What's his name? Ghostface. Ghostface. I'm still yeah. scared of Ghostface. Because you saw because Scream. I, yes, because I watched Scream and um, Scary Movie when I was really young at a sleepover, and, at a cousin's sleepover, and it fucked me right up. Stays with you today. I must have been about seven, I reckon. And yeah, it just, it did, it affected me. Another thing for our parents' generation was Doctor Who, wasn't it? That used to yeah, scare the, the shit out of them. Cybermen. My mum used to say she was always scared of the Cybermen. Used to like run and hide when she knew the Cybermen were coming on the telly. And the Daleks. And the Daleks. I don't think the Daleks. I think the Daleks. Can't remember if Dad was more affected by the Daleks. Oh right. Or was okay. Dad more affected by the Cybermen? I can't remember. Yeah. They were. I remember both of them were like the Cybermen were not all right. Like, as kids, they would be really scared of the Cybermen. Yeah, I. I don't think there was any like TV shows or films that like really got under my skin as a kid. No, you used to watch. F- bloody ridiculously adult films and movies as a kid yeah like Terminator and shit yeah at the age of like three <laughs> it's insane <laughs> no it's there's the perks of having an older brother yeah like you could see like good action movies at the age of three well yeah because that's what every three year old like needs <laughs> in there I used to call Terminator the robot movie I went to watch the robot movie and you saw Jaws as a kid no I saw I saw Jaws when I was probably about six or seven because of your song no, yeah, I forgot about that. Literally, okay. when I was probably about two or three years old. There you go, then. I probably saw Jaws then. The films you used to, the thing, these were your like words, weren't they? Lion King, Lion King, Dido B and Shark. Yeah, Dido B and Shark. And Dido was dinosaur from Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. What was B? Just everything was B. Oh yeah, so everything. When I was a kid, even if I saw a fly, everything was B. That might so be why like, you're so B, scared. B, yeah. I mean, I was, yeah, probably about two saying that. Aww. I'm just imagining B doing that. B. Hmm. B. And everyone would be like, no, it's a fly or a moth. But like, no, B. Oh. Yeah, so maybe someone told me something as a kid, like, don't let the bees touch you. Maybe, and it's stuck with you. Yeah. It's Barry B. Benson. You don't want to fuck with him. Yeah. He is a badass motherfucker. He is, Barry B. Benson. You don't, you don't want to fuck with him. He single-handedly took on the whole saved the race of the bees. He did. He single-handedly took on the honey corporations as well. Inspiration to us all. Barry B. Benson. So this is a little bit of a counterpart to our lies that parents tell episode. Mm. Um, because it's, it's kind of similar, isn't it? Fears and phobias that you get as a kid... They happen because of your parents at the end of the day, don't they? Not all of them. They happen... I don't... Not necessarily. I think they happen because of experiences. And um, for a lot of people, some of those experiences <laughs> might involve their parents. But, like, yeah, parents and relatives, they tell you things, don't yeah. they? To yeah. keep you safe. Yeah. Like, don't do that because, you know, don't, you know, run out into the car park because you might get hit by a car and mm. it'll be a little oil spill on the floor. Mm. Like from the lies episode. Yeah. Little things like that, just to kind of keep you safe. Yeah. 
No, I'm, I'm, I, I, yeah, I know what you mean. It may be like the spiders things. It's like they could bite you. There's spiders that are poisonous. Yeah. I found some, they're not, I guess they are lies for kids, but they're like scary lies. Lies to scare them into not doing something. Okay. Which I think is called fear-based parenting. It's like a, it's an actual mm, that's tactic. That's horrible. I yeah. don't like it. I know. Well, they, it's like a old school thing, isn't it? Like when mm. we talked about on the mum guilt episode... It's like an old school technique, isn't it? Yeah. No, it is. It's like fear. As you say, fear. Controlling with fear. So I got these off scaryforkids.com. And they've got a list of them. The first one is called The Scraper Man. Ooh. So when we went to bed at night, my mum used to tell us that if we didn't behave and keep quiet, the scraper man would come down from the attic and take <sighs> us away. She took it even further. What? When we weren't being quiet... She'd walk down the hallway, scraping her fingernails across the wall. No. Needless to say, that shut us up pretty quickly. That's freaking terrifying. That's mentally abusive. That's, yeah, it's crazy, isn't that's, it? That's mental abuse. Stay quiet or the scraper man's going to come get you. That's horrible. And he only comes at night, guys. Oh. The, this one's a similar one that you already know, but evil mum... Sometimes, for no reason, my mum would look me straight in the eyes and in a creepy voice, she would tell me, she's not my mother. That's my, that's, that's my mum. Yeah, we've she already said, said my mum did, did this to me. She was an alien and that um, an alien had taken over her mum's body and my real mum was gone. Yeah, that's pretty much me. Is someone else had the same experience? Yeah. Yeah, that is, that is it. My mum used to do that to us all the time. Yeah, Chucky doll. I had a doll that I played with constantly my mum let me watch the horror movie Child's Play on TV. She then told me to keep a close eye on my doll because she might be the next Chucky. That's horrible as I well. I never touch that doll again. That's unbelievably cruel. That's not even like fear-based parenting. That's just being a That's dick. Just, exactly, it's just being a dick and it's just it's controlling your child with fear. Also, I bet that woman grew up, woman or bloke grew up to have a fear of dolls. There's another one here where it says, My dad told me that if I didn't get out of the bath quick enough, I could get sucked down the drain. I was terrified of this for years, and even now, the sound of a drain um, makes me feel uncomfortable. Ooh. My mother used to say the water company called. They say it's time to return the water in the bathtub. Get out now, or else they'll be forced to suck you down the drain. That's horrible as well. It's just lazy parenting, It is isn't lazy it? parenting and cruel. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm right in saying that a lot of these things do come from parents yeah, telling you stories. Like and telling potentially, you things. yeah, definitely. I also found quite a few on Reddit. Of course you, you did. Of course you did. It's not quite as like OG as some of the Reddit, the Reddit threads that I've found in the past. Okay. But um, one of them here is, yeah, what is the weirdest phobia that you had as a kid? And people say, well, like the normal ones, but people say things like, I had a fear of glass. I still feel a bit uncomfortable whenever I see cracked glass. How weird. I guess it's like, because it's so fragile and your parents kind of say, stay away from it. Mm. Like, if you ever see it cracked, cracked it could potentially. freak you out. Also, yeah. there's obviously, there's the theory, isn't there, that what your phobias are is what you potentially died of in a previous life or died to, oh. d- to do of your death of in a previous life. It's a good link to the next episode. It is, do. it is. A lot of people say mascots and clowns and things like that. Because, like, Ooh, clowns, they're just yeah. weird. And parents sometimes force you to... Go and like take pictures of them and stuff, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, you're that right. That could affect you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, actually, you're right because I wonder how many kids actually. It's when they're little, they're scared of seeing like massive versions of their like TV, like heroes, and then if you force them to go have a photo with them, that's probably quite damaging. Although I think like 
B would love a massive Bing. Oh, I don't know. I don't think she'd cope. Or a massive Jack Skellington. Oh, she'd probably love a massive Jack Skellington. You're right. But, like, there was another Reddit thread where it was like, what's the weirdest phobia that you still have to this day? Mm. Someone said, deer. (laughs) Deer? Yeah. With no context. I mean, uh, what about, like, is it the ring two where there's loads of spooky deer that just stand there and stare? Yeah, that could be linked to that. Maybe it's the cause of that. Um, And the user Posh Potate... (laughs) <laughs> um, has a, a more elaborate one which is moles uh, my brother used to tell me stories that they were dangerous one story was that a mole dug through a woman's kitchen floor and killed her what the fuck we had moles in our garden and it got to the point where I was afraid to go outside and ask my mum to park in the garage so I wouldn't have to walk the 15 metres to get into the house I once found a dead mole while walking in the woods and I buried it with leaves since that moment I'm not really scared of them anymore but I don't know how I would handle if I saw another one alive. I love that. There's so many other things to be scared of. Like, I bet they're in the States as well, like cougars and <laughs> fucking, like... Wolves. Yeah. Like, mountain lions, Bears. shit like that. But, nah, fuck them moles. <laughs> Getting ill on the health system. Yeah, moles. Moles are scary. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I got a quote here um, from Healthline, which is that it's a... Phobias tend to be learned responses... Um, and especially if your parents are quite anxious yeah. or worried all the time, it, like, you know, trickles down into Ooh, the child's life. That's worrying because I'm quite anxious. Yeah, it could have been some of your phobias or fears. I don't want to do that to be, though. Luckily, you're not very anxious, so maybe maybe we'll balance her out. Well, there's this guy called Brett Ullman who talks about this subject on YouTube. Okay. He calls it fear-based parenting, where essentially you're kind of transferring your anxieties onto your kid. Right. I'm recently speaking at a talk, and I'm doing my newest talk called, just like this channel, Parenting Navigating Everything. And in part of this talk, I was talking about how I let my daughter, Zoe, go into downtown Toronto. I'm from a town called Ajax, about 45 minutes east of it. But I let her go into Toronto with a friend, just the two of them, in the last few weeks of school in grade 8. She's in grade 11 now. We talked about what it would be like to be downtown, uh, where you keep your money and your phone and all this. They had a blast for the day, went out for Italian restaurant, did some Instagram a place where they were f- uh, filming and got some great shots. Then they got on the wrong train and started going away the other direction, had to correct themselves and came home. Ooh, a woman comes up mm. to me after my talk and she says, you let your grade eight daughter go into Toronto on her own? And I corrected her and said, a few weeks away from being in grade nine and she's not alone, she's with a friend. Didn't even seem to care what I just said. She looked at me and said, were you worried that she would be murdered? Whoa. I gotta be honest, I'm a speaker. I rarely am at a loss for words. But I'm collecting my thoughts. She said murdered like it was a comedy show. And just as I was about to respond, another girl walked up, 18-year-old girl, this lady's daughter. And the mother said, he, pointing at me, let his daughter in grade 8, I said almost grade 9, go alone, I said with a friend, into Toronto. And the 18-year-old looked at me and said, can you imagine? Weren't you worried she'd be murdered like mother, like daughter? Mm. This girl is 18, and because of her mother's fear, she is terrified, paralyzed, fearful person, <laughs> and worried that doing. So that's like a that's an anecdotal thing. That's just that one guy's experience. Yeah, and he is like a middle class white guy. He's mm. like, oh yeah, you don't have to have worries in the world. Whatever, I just let my daughter go to downtown Toronto. I think I think there's a there's a difference though, isn't there? Like for example, I I get it. 
I'm very, very, very anxious of things happening um, outside. And I know a lot of that's because my mum, like, growing up used to be like, right, don't go anywhere past those two lampposts. That's all you're allowed outside. And, you know, but then I've also listened to enough true crime to know that that shit does happen. So I'm sorry if I... That's that's one thing I think, actually, there's there's no... There's not as much of a risk if you are pushing that fear onto them a little bit because I'd rather she survived than not. But there's like a balance of being savvy, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having the knowledge and the confidence Mm. and then obviously having the the fear. Yeah. Which like you should have, I mean, you should have an element of fear when you do stuff or anxiety about certain things. Yeah, because fear is a survival survival thing. Yeah, it's the... Fight or flight. Yeah, it's a thing in your head. You need it to survive. But what what worries me is how children and teenagers, their frontal lobe isn't fully developed. Yeah. Like, as a teenager, you're an idiot. (laughs) You are. You're an idiot. Like, anatomically, you're a a moron. Well, not a moron, but, you know, you're you're not... Your brain isn't fully developed. Yeah. And then all it could take is one silly little decision. But I guess that's life, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I think putting hard limits on certain things and saying, like... If you do this, this could happen. You know, like a lot of like girls and women growing up, they get told things like, "Oh, if you get kidnapped, they'll cut off all your hair and they'll um, sell you into slavery and like usually, really like yeah. go to the extreme." It's usually like I think every woman growing up will have been told, you know, if someone tries to grab you, run because they're probably going to rape you. Yeah, like every woman growing up, I think has probably been told that. Yeah, which is terrifying. Yeah, and it's just like one of those. It's the extreme end of the scale, isn't it? But, like, how do you balance, like, reality with the extremes? Yeah, it is hard. It is hard. But I guess all you can do is give them the tools. Because, as well, if you push too much the other way, they're more likely to rebel, supposedly, aren't they? Because they'll feel trapped. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that guy's example was quite good, I thought, in that he his daughter's, like, 13, 14 or whatever. Mm. And trusted her with a friend, like she was accompanied, to go do something. Yeah. Not da- like going downtown. That's not dangerous. Like going into the city centre. No, no, no. It's not dangerous. Like on tr- public transport in the middle of the day. I don't know how safe Toronto is. I can imagine it's like any city in the world. There's bad areas and good areas. Mm. But like, it's not unsafe to do that. No. It's just a scary thing for a parent to let go of yeah, and, and let them do it. And again, I think we live in that society, unfortunately, still where it is less safe for young girls than it is young boys. Because let's be honest, you didn't have half of the worries that I was that were put on, like the fear that was put on me as a teenager and no, as a young girl. 100%. As a boy, go out, go out. Yeah, fun. just like from what, 10, 11 years old, just go out. Mm. And, and like walking just... home in the dark, you were like, it's fine. Yeah gets to like nine o'clock at night or whatever just walk home that used to blow my like used to walk home from my my mum was back to yours in the dark yeah like through the common and everything yeah that just like as a teenage girl you just wouldn't have done that you just wouldn't do it yeah it's horrible but that's i guess this the world it's the world we live in isn't it it's not it's not right and it's not fair but i guess that's another thing isn't it is, is the difference are women naturally more anxious because we feel we have to be well the the reality for women is that like men do fucking shitty things every day mm-hmm. like it is an everyday thing it's not oh, ex- yeah. it's not an extreme isn't it like, no that's the thing that harassment th- and um, sexual assault sexual assault are like realities mm-hmm. it's the extremes isn't it like when 
you know, being talked about, you know, being kidnapped and sold into sex slavery or whatever. Yeah. That's like the extreme. Yeah. Whereas the everyday realities are the things that you really need to be, like, I guess, mindful of. Mindful of, yeah. But there's what's so sad, though, is like, for example, with rape, trigger obviously trigger warning, but with rape, that's not necessarily an extreme. No. Is it? Because it's such all. a common occurrence that is not an extreme. Like, that's an everyday fear. And a, and a rightfully so that the fact that it's an everyday fear. Yeah. Like women should be able to walk down the street and not feel the need to be constantly looking over our shoulder. We shouldn't have to carry our keys in between our fingers ready to like swing them about and fuck a bitch up. Like <laughs> Ready to murk someone. Yeah, and women shouldn't have to get in their cars and check behind them as soon as they get in the car. Like instinctively I do that and I know many other people do where you get yeah. in your car and you, even though you've, you know your car's been locked, you yeah. still check the seats behind you. Yeah, and is that an extreme or is that like a savvy thing That's that you should be wary of? That's something you've been taught, of. though. I think yeah. it's just something you're taught as a girl growing up. You're taught to just be aware that this is something that could happen to you and does happen to you, to mm. girls and women. Um, not just, obviously, not just girls and women, but predominantly female. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's hard, I think. There's a slight difference there, isn't there, between creating a phobia, because I don't think people necessarily have a phobia of walking home by themselves. No. But that's uh, that's like a survival thing that you're taught by your parent. Yeah, basic. Because, mm. like, we're going to have to say to B about, look, I know you, I know you would, might, might want to walk home by yourself, but you're not going to, and you have to explain to her why. Yeah, I'm, I'm not looking forward to that conversation that, like, you do have to have with daughters don't yeah. you you have to have that conversation around safety mm-hmm. and um keeping them safe yeah without being overbearing yeah it's really hard it's really mm. really hard that's why i think so many we're obviously going slightly we're going slightly off at a tangent here but that's why i think so many um girls struggle with their in their teenage years because you want that independence and understandably it's always seen that your parents are more protective of their girls. But actually, it's you can see why. Um, so I do think that's why so many young girls and girls in general really struggle with their teenage years because it's like you want that independence, but at the same time your parents appear to be being overbearing. But are they being overbearing or are they actually just trying to protect you? Like, yeah, it's really hard. Yeah, it's I, again, like, it's everyday realities, isn't it? How do you prepare someone for everyday realities mm. it's hard yeah. for a lot of people it's not until experiences happen that they learn and there are people that have a personality like that because some people you know like looking at my own family or whatever but some some people you know using fear as a technique to stop them from doing something might work but for other people some people don't give a shit and some people will literally it has something bad has to happen to them before they actually realize fuck that's that's dangerous are you subtweeting me? I'm subtweeting you, yeah, because you know that you're that person. Yeah, I'm pretty bad at the thinking ahead. I'm just like you don't see the potential risks. In front I'm a of really, you. I'm a really like heavy optimist. We are literally like a male lion and a female lion. We are, as in, right. I'm like strategic and like right. Okay, if we do this, this will happen, and this will happen. Right. Okay, this is what we got to do. I'd be the one like hunting. I'd be the one out there planning my hunt. I'd be like, yeah, this is all sorted. You, on the other hand, just dragging my nuts. You'd be dragging your nuts <laughs> along the floor, literally like, oh, this is lucky. Look, I've just come out here. 
dead dead freaking um, antelope right in front of me sweet oh sword. lovely yeah there's a hunter like twitching his gun in the bush but you're like I'll be alright it's fine yeah. it'll miss shoot bullet goes straight past your head look I'm fine scraping by on the skin of my teeth on the skinny of balls <laughs> <laughs> what other fears do you have as a parent like that's quite a heavy fear but like, mm. are there any like little everyday ones that you kind of have Oh, well, this isn't really little, but I have a massive fear that what if my child just became a like a psycho? <laughs> I'm sure most parents have that fear. Yeah. Sometimes some of the things she does, like I when know. she like puts her forehead against mine and like stares into my eyes yeah. and then giggles, I'm like, oh, yeah. damn kid, you're or scary. Like, you ask her something like, do you want to hurt mummy? And she'd be like, yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. And you're like, like, fuck. Oh my God, what have I made? Yeah, but that always worries me. That's a developmental thing, isn't it? Like oh, 100%. They, socially, they're not like quite there, no, are they? No, 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 not at all. Yeah. But, but that's yeah. a real fear for you. Oh, it's a I've, huge, seen, I've seen it on your face. Huge fear. Huge, huge fear for yeah, me. Yeah, like you don't know how you deal with it. I don't. I have no idea how I deal with it. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, the whole idea of that. Again, it, it's an extreme, isn't it? Like, oh, massively so. Massively it's a so. End of a scale, like, yeah. on a spectrum of yeah. fears. Yeah, but it's still there. It's still a fear. <laughs> I'm still slightly scared that, you know, could be raising a Bundy baby. Yeah. Nobody wants a Bundy baby. No one. No. No. Uh-uh. Seriously, how much peanut butter did you give that dog? Enough to keep it quiet. She's going to have the squits. <laughs> no, she won't. She'll be okay. She can have squits. As a dad, we probably have different fears. Yeah, what are your, what's your fears as a parent? I don't know. I think with, with men, like, there's always, in the back of your mind, there's, like, the um, the voice, like, the cultural voice that says you aren't, like, capable of looking after this infant. Aww. Like, because in, like, pop culture and even just, like, in society every day, like... There's so much around, like, the incompetent dad, isn't there? Like, a yeah, dad doesn't right. know how to look after a child. Yeah, you're right. Like, even movies, advert, adverts is a big thing, isn't it? There's always, like, the dad struggling to hold a baby while he's, like, lifting shopping and stuff. Yeah. So, like, in the back of my mind, there's always that element. Like, oh, I never thought of it like that. You're, like, not, like, capable of, I don't know, getting for a day just looking after the baby. I do frequently, like, yeah. just look after, be on my own. Yeah. But, like, there's always that, like tickling in the back of my head mm. especially like when doing something i don't want to say dangerous but like go to the park i was, gonna say, like well, I was about to say what have you been doing <clears throat> with my girl <laughs> no but like you know like putting her on the stepping stones at the park yeah like there's just in the back of my head it's like what if you just like should go? you be doing <laughs> this like are you capable of doing this oh that's really sad <laughs> yeah that's a, i think that's a, dad like a self-doubt thing. thing yeah a little bit it feels like a fear because it's like... Has that always been there? Yeah. Oh, since the moment she was born. Like, am I holding her right? Like, is that the right way to hold mm. her? Not from the moment I was pregnant, then. No. I think when you're pregnant, it's not here yet. Like, yeah, for men it's not, not a thing, is so it? So you don't know what's going on. Yeah, for men it's not really a thing. It's when you see the baby for the first time, you go, ah. That's mine. Yeah, and then the dread just, like, hits Is it you. weird? Is it like a... Because I've always been interested to know, because women, as I've said before... We become mums the moment we're pregnant. Like, we, you have that instinct to, like, look after your bump and stuff. But for men, is it literally like a wave? You just look at the baby and go, oh, it's my baby, I've got to protect it. Yeah, I mean, it's, for me, it's more gradual. Right. So, like, as soon as I heard her, because we heard her before we saw her, didn't yeah. we? As soon as I heard her, I was like, right, you've got a lot of shit to sort out just right that, now. That, that, is a, <laughs> that is a small human. Yeah, that was like, right, you've yeah, it's here now. You've got to, like, 
sort your life out <laughs> that instant. And then gradually over time, it just gets more and more intense. Yeah. I mean, is there, I know B's only two and a half, but is there anything like that you think has happened to B already, which you think might be instilled as a bit of a fear or an anxiety with her? Um, not that I can think of massively. I mean, the only thing I, I will admit that I probably do use fear-based parenting, I guess, is with the animals. Yeah, animal because safety. for me, that's so important. I don't want her being bitten. And the problem is a lot of the time with pets, the bites and things, bite scratches, any injuries that are caused by pets to children, usually they're avoidable because what it is is it's miscommunication. The animal yeah. is signalling to the child that they're uncomfortable, but the child doesn't know that doesn't understand doesn't read the, the body language yeah. exactly um and growling is usually the last one before the snarl and the bite but usually growl snarl bite isn't it um so i'm very we're very hot on that aren't we yeah but again that's like an everyday reality isn't it like you say to be we don't i don't pull winnie's ear because mm. what happens and yeah. she goes oh she'll bite yeah we don't or give, luna she'll scratch yeah we don't give winnie hugs because doggies don't like hugs and what will happen if winnie's not happy and then she'll say bite I'm like yeah. exactly we don't want you being bitten no you don't want to be bitten and she but, goes Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah it's like that's i think that's a happy medium between the extreme of saying like when he'll rip your face off. Yeah. <laughs> She'll go straight for the throat. <laughs> yeah, because I don't want her to be... Um, God, don't want her to be scared of animals. Yeah, don't st- stay away from Winnie because she'll... Yeah. It's like that kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. Just obviously respect the dogs and the cats' space. Yeah. Which she's... Meh. She loves to get into. She loves to get into their spaces. Winnie, not so much. She's not a massive fan of... Like, because Winnie loves her and wants to be near her all the time. And it's away, time. Winnie, away, Winnie. Yeah. But it's the pushing, isn't it? And sometimes she does. And yeah. yeah, that worries me. But luckily, Winnie's got the patience of a saint with her. But I would never, ever, ever leave them alone. So God, no. Never. The cat, on the other hand, all you got to do is look at the cat wrong. <laughs> and she gets pissed off. So yeah. we just say, don't touch the cat. But even Luna has patience with B. Yeah, Luna's really good. Really good. B, B is the only person Luna will actually just walk away from when she's had enough. Everyone yeah. else, she'll have you. She will kill you. Oh, she yeah, she'll stand her ground, take you Go out. for your legs. Yeah. Literally, she's vicious. But B is the only person that she's like, fine, I'm just going to walk away from this situation. So you've got a, uh, a YouTube video to show me out here. Yeah, well, it's a YouTube channel. Ooh, okay. So, like, it wouldn't be an episode of Weird Parents without me finding some weird... Some shit on the internet. Yeah, some weird dark corner of the internet. Yeah. So I was looking around, like, there's not much on fear and phobias on the internet. Really? Like, about parenting. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I found this channel called I Like Phobias. And I think right. it, I think it's, like, a bit of a... Not a fetish, but, like, a... A thing like you, you know your ASMR, yeah, and yeah. you like watch those videos. Yeah, yeah. People watch these videos about phobias. Yeah, but it's like people watching it on telly. Was it like Fear Factor or something on? Yeah, Fear Factor. Was it Discovery Channel or somewhere it like was, that? I think it was hosted by Joe Rogan, wasn't oh, it? Oh God, I can't remember. <laughs> um, I just remember when I did go to Florida when I was younger. They were doing a live show of it, but like that, people like to watch people face their phobias. I can't remember what it was. Like I saw a clip on the internet of a woman being scared of. Oh, what was it? It was like ping pong balls or something ridiculous. And she's like running and screaming as someone's approaching her with a ping pong ball. Oh my God. Oh, there was that, uh, there was a video kind of like early internet era of the woman who was scared of pickles. Oh yeah. On the talk show. Mm. I think it was Maury. Mm. And 
I mean, it's fucking horrible, isn't it? Because, like, everyone's laughing in the audience. She's like, terrified. She has, crying. like, a mental illness. Yeah, <laughs> like she's general phobia. Yeah, and, yeah, like, people, like, throwing pickles at her and laughing and stuff like that, oh. and they call her Pickle Girl, and they turn it into, like, a, a funny segment. And really, like, that's a instilled fear. Yeah, she must hate Pickle Rick. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think she could deal with that. No, in her dreams, I'm Pickle Rick. Yeah, it's like your friend who's scared of... Um, animals like that stand on two legs. Yes, and wearing clothes. She can't go. Yeah. Yeah. So I found this channel called I Like Phobias. Okay. And I thought, I'm going to pick you a video from this channel and you're going to pick one for me. All right, okay. Okay, so yeah. do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go Because I've already chosen my one for oh, you. Oh, have you now? Okay. So I just, if I, yeah, hold on. Well, hang on, he's got, to, he's got to sort it out. So you choose one for me, which you think I should watch. I've already chosen one for you. Oh, this is horrific. I've just realised what this is. I've gone for two minutes of cursed images. Oh, perfect. So this won't scare me. But I think they put, like, scary music with it. Yeah. There's a load of frogs in a toilet. Why is that cursed? Oh, a hyena with three eyes. What the fuck? Look a bot. Clorox on cereal? No, that's... That's just, that's just not right, is it? Oh, man, that's horrible. What oh, my God, I just called? died. I just died. Oh. That's horrible. Right. A hot dog eating a hot dog. I'm, I'm, I'm out. My Uber's here. I'm leaving. It's a fuck ton that's of horrible. It's a fuck ton of Winnie the Poohs. Oh. These are cursed. Like These a seven-foot clown? Jesus, with a, with a flipping axe. Hatchet? Just hanging behind a family. Oh, Teletubby on a dumpster. <laughs> I mean, he just, he just looks like he's seen some shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, some of these are not okay. <laughs> Angry cat. Angry cat. <laughs> That's unsettling. Spaghetti I, in, in a, a vase. In a vase. What? what? Furby collection. That's, that's horrific. It's the worst one yet. That's a lot of Furbies. Oh. A shark with legs. <laughs> Some of these are funny. Is that zippy? Yeah, I think it is. A giant zippy. Raw chicken having a little bath. I've seen that one before, I think. <gasps> oh, toast. If that was buttered, that would be the end. stepping on it. <laughs> oh my god! Someone's... I'm pausing that. Hold on. <laughs> Is that a dog? That is a dog with a party hat on its nose and rubber gloves on. <laughs> to make it look like a chicken. That's horrible. I'm going to put this episode... Uh, sorry, I'm going to put this in the episode description, guys, this video, because it's horrific. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these are brilliant. I've seen a that cat one. cat with baby legs. Yeah, I've seen that one before. Oh. Is that guacamole? Yes, yeah, guacamole and a doll. All right, I'm going to choose one for you. Okay. Can you guess which one? I'm wondering if it's something I mentioned to you the other day that I've been starting to starting to pick up on that I think I'm actually a little bit scared of. What? Big open water. Oh, I wasn't going to do that one. Yeah, I've recently I've realised that I've watched a few videos and like seeing pictures and stuff coming up on like TikTok and videos and I've realised that really don't like open water like deep open water and the idea of things submerged i was gonna do the clowns 
Oh, see, clowns, yeah, okay. All right, we'll do the water then. Oh, okay. But I'm really not... That This is something new, so I'll see how I feel about it. Yeah, see, that's not too bad. That's just the top of it. Stormy seas. These, this is all on top of the water, so this is fine at the minute. That's not all right to me. It's the woman in over a very deep crevice. That's terrifying. Nope. Nah. <laughs> like diving off of a... Free diving. Free diving off of a... Yeah. A reef. Yeah, I just... There's so much under there. It's, that's that's the thing. It's like full-on submerged shit. Like wrecks and stuff. Just make me feel slightly uncomfortable. That's fucking horrific. Oh, that's um, one of those squids, isn't it? Long no, thin squid. No, that's somebody jumping into oh. water. Oh, wow. No. That's it. It's just like deep open water. I don't mind watching people snorkel, stuff like that. It's just that, yeah, that shows you, doesn't it, that the sea is... Oh, it's hardcore. There's a lot of it. The sea is metal. Oh. Boat going into a... Yeah, nah. 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 It's not... I'll put this one in the description as well. It's Obviously, just, it's quite a visual one. <laughs> it makes me quite uncomfortable. A lot of it is just people, like, in deep open water... Where you can't see the bottom. That just really makes me just feel, yeah, feel very trapped, which is weird because it's such an open space, but no. And submerged things, they're just, no, shouldn't be under there. What what I was talking about is, have you ever heard of a long, thin squid? Yeah, but you, mean the, you mean the, um, oh, what are they called? They've got another name. They've got another name. They've got crazy long tentacles. Crazy, yeah. crazy long tentacles and they're in the deep. What are they called? Is oh, big fin squid. There's another name for them though, isn't there? Yeah, they look like aliens. Yeah, they're they look like terrifying. aliens. They're so, their tentacles are so, so long that they just drag along the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. They just float. They That's the crazy thing about the sea, isn't it? Like, it's the the deepest part of the sea is eleven kilometers, which is the that we know of. Yeah, no, that oh yeah, that's the deepest part explored. Like, mm. but like humans can only go down. Is it forty meters? Something like that. Which is like really deep. Like you can dive thirty or forty meters, I think. Mm. Which is like ridiculously deep already, but that's not eleven kilometers. Like you could like that. Keep is, going. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's insane, isn't it? Yeah, and you don't know what creatures are living down there. No. It's... The ocean does scare me. I've, I've, I have mad respect. <laughs> mad respect for the ocean. Don't fuck with it, because it, it fuck you up. You have to respect the ocean. But, like, I think people torture themselves with these little videos about phobias. Trying um, to work out if they've got another phobia, probably. Yeah, or, yeah, trying to find out what phobias they have through watching these videos. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's really the weird stuff I found. Yeah. What are your final thoughts on parenting fears, childhood fears, fear-based parenting, all that kind of stuff? Oh, final thoughts. I think some. I think most phobias will come from experiences, be yeah. it from their pa- from your parents or from just experiences as a child and during your development, your formative years. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And as far as fear-based parenting goes, I think it's really cruel. But I don't think fear overall or a little bit of anxiety is necessarily a bad thing because I think it's needed for survival. Yeah, exactly. I think, as I've probably said a few times in this episode, like, I think everyday realities and giving 
your child confidence and giving them the tools they need to get through everyday realities yeah is like paramount like you need to know that you know you need to have that knowledge yeah and that basic survival skills yeah i think it's the when you go to the extremes don't let that feed into everyday realities Mm. like if you're constantly talking about being kidnapped or you're constantly talking about being hit by cars or you're constantly being talked about, I don't know, for example, your house burning down. Yeah, something that's going to become a phobia. Yeah, it's yeah, like... or fear. But yeah, I'd say I'd say that's all I've got to say on the subject. And I think I've done pretty well. I mean, I've coughed up about I've probably coughed up a lung in the process. You survived. I did. I've still got still got my sexy voice. Just got to edit out all the coughs now. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's so many. It's so funny if you could see the sound waves. They're literally like. It's like dubstep. <laughs> it is, yeah. I think I can probably count at least 25. Skrillex who? <laughs> Sammy X. Exactly. So, thank you so much for listening today, guys. Thanks, guys. Sorry you had to wait for this episode. Sorry if it's a little bit, a little bit of a sort of, what do you call it? A drag. Slow start. Slow, yeah. <laughs> but oh, we did it. We Still did here. it. Still here. Um, you can catch us every Friday. We'll be releasing more episodes. Yeah. We've got a few more episodes of Spooky Season left. Ooh. So tune in again. For the spoops. If you've got any spooky stories, Please. if you've got any topics you want us to cover, send them over. Send us a DM on Instagram where you can follow us at Weird Parents Podcast. Yes. Slide on in them DMs. Thank you. Good Cheers. night. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye. It's just the doggy. She's laying in her bed, cutting out. Literally walks past just to have a go. She does. <laughs> you thought she'd gone outside then. <laughs> yeah, it's, don't risk it. Winnie. Winnie, leave her alone. She thought you'd gone outside, Luna. She got brave. Now she's not brave. The cat is currently sat on her cat tower, just swearing at the dog. So much so, just cowered back in her bed. (laughs) Oh, you won. You happy? She's like, yep. She's like, there is a hierarchy around these here parts, and I am the I am the top bitch.